0: Howdy, everybody. I am Glenn DeGeek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for June 29th, episode 2963. Good morning, horse people.
1: It's Wednesday morning. That means Jamie and Glenn are back to talk horses with all of you. Well, let's be honest. Jamie talks horses. Glenn is just here to hassle Jamie. Enjoy the show.
0: Good morning, everybody. Today, we have planned for you on our Daily Dose Horse Health segment. We have Dr. Jones back with us, and she's going to discuss her recent rescue work in St. Thomas. I think that's really why she was there, by the way. Or... Er. I mean, it
2: can't hurt to play with horses down there.
0: (laughs) And then she's going to talk about strangles. We haven't talked about that in a long time, but there's been some outbreaks. So she's going to discuss that a little bit. Plus, I have study show for this month. And Jamie has some weird news that you all have helped and sent in. So we're going to get to all of that today. We'll have a post show for you, but we have no idea what that's about. So we'll let you know after the show. But right now, I had a request from a listener and one of our auditors. And I don't know if you saw the article in the British newspaper, uh, the Daily Mail, about Mary-Kate Olson.
2: How could you not? It's one of the most (laughs) viral things in the world.
0: And we've done this not quite this way before, but we've commented on how mainstream press doesn't know a darn thing about horses. So they tend to avoid the horse talk and talk about other things. So the request was that you read this article, From the Daily Mail in your best valley girl or teenage girl voice.
2: I'm just going to read it as I think the person wrote it. Okay. Uh, all right. Because I really feel like, like I read some of it to Chad, just in a normal voice. And he was like, do they not try? I was like, <laughs> I don't know. And I also, after reading this article, I really want to reach out to Mary-Kate and be like, is this the dumbest one yet? Because if there's one dumber, I really want to see it.
0: She might come on and actually talk about that. <laughs>
2: I mean, come on, let's let's get a hold of Mary-Kate. Well, now, mind you, Mary-Kate has not acted since she was like seven. Can we talk about
0: the fact that she's 36 and that makes me feel really old?
2: No, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it because I I was too old for that show when it came on. But I did. I remember there was one job that I had where I watched Full House because it came on at three and I only had to do two traffic reports, one at 312 and one at like 342. And so from they did like a three o'clock to four o'clock was two episodes. And I literally have seen every Full House because I was in my (laughs) 20s and it uh, it was the only channel I had. So I would sit in a booth like a veal, and read <laughs> two traffic reports and watch Full House. And they paid me for that. So I've seen all Because apparently
0: them. the traffic didn't change between the first and the second one. You didn't know. No,
2: 85 <laughs> South, you're starting to see some slowdown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was just that big north, even have North, around Jimmy Carter Boulevard. Uh, yeah, so that's exactly what, what it was. All right, <clears throat> Georgia 400 slowing down right around the toll plaza. Yeah, no kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> Every day, same report. <laughs> they I could have just recorded you and played people. it over and over yeah. and over again. <laughs>
2: and then I could have not gone to work and not watched all – but I wasn't going to miss it. Full house. Come on. All right. So <clears> – <throat> excuse me. Here we go. This is Jamie Jennings reporting live from the Longines Paris Eiffel Tower jumping competition in Paris. Um, Mary-Kate – Looked ready to win today at the Longines Paris Eiffel Jumping Competition in Paris, France on Saturday. The actress. Is she still an actress? No. The actress, who's like 36, donned a black jacket over a white shirt and had a pair of like matching white pants super cute. She wore these like super cute knee high riding boots and a black helmet to like protect her head while riding her chestnut brown horse. (laughs) That whole sentence.
0: (laughs) Her chestnut brown horse. And she was wearing a helmet to protect her head. Like we didn't know. (laughs) Like
2: check this out. Okay. So like during part of the competition, she like totally put this blue For lack of a better word, adornment on her prancing horse as it, like, jumped across the dirt at the venue. And then, get this, she, like, leapt the horse over several short log fences as, like, onlookers stared
3: on.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> the just a little like backstory here the Longines Paris Eiffel Jumping Contest is like an annual event and it's 8th edition is like taking place this year and the like competition featured these horse dancers and these like horse riders from around the world competing for like top prizes at the event and Paris's Champ de Mars. Okay, so like Longines Paris Eiffel Jumping is one in like a global series of competitions on the Longines Global Champions Tour.
0: Got that and- right out of the press release.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Get this. Olsen she has competed in the tour A number of times, including last year when she like went to Rome in September. But get this, she placed third in that contest, a much better performance than like 2019 when she was completely disqualified from the competition for like what's called an quote error, of course, during one of her runs. Thank you.
0: <laughs> the best I was able to tell I'm is dumber. the blue adornment was a half sheet. No. Uh, no, the
2: blue adornment was like a ribbon or something. As she did, uh, the, uh, she put a blue adornment on her planting, prancing horses and jumped across the dirt in the venue. She didn't have a blue, you're right. She had the blue sheet on.
0: Yeah. Like the ha- quarter sheet. Uh, yeah. The
2: prancing horse jumping across the dirt was like a victory gallop. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: And the prancing horse, we don't usually hear that unless it's dressage. We don't hear that very often in jumping.
2: Um, what is up with Like, if you're there and you're like, wow, she's wearing like a super cute black jacket and a white shirt and white pants. So is everybody else. <laughs> everybody has black knee high riding boots on. And I like okay? how she called
0: them log fence, short log fences. <laughs>
2: First of all, they're not short. I would consider two foot short. She was jumping like Grand Prix yeah, it's Long jumps. jeans.
0: It's it's tall jumps.
2: <laughs> I I mean, and, and then you can see where she wrote, and then where or he wrote, and then when yeah, they took things out of the press release. Yes, it's one of a global series of
0: competitions. When it actually sounded normal, it was out of the press release. I love how she had to qualify too. One that you had to wear a helmet to protect your head. <laughs> That, mm-hmm. that was that was a hard one, and then that there were onlookers that stared on. So, <laughs>
2: oh my God, they were like totally staring. staring. <laughs> I mean, clearly because she's okay. like Mary this Kate. This is
0: a newspaper, Daily Mail's out of England. England has a lot, a lot, a lot of horse people. Do you think we could get somebody that knows something about horses to write the articles, please?
2: All right, uh, how long have you been here? <laughs> I'm an intern. And I've been here three days. Cole, you're going to this horse show. <laughs> And I need you to find something to write about.
0: Mary-Kate. You remember her? No, I wasn't born then. I don't know who Mary-Kate is. I don't
2: know who Mary-Kate is. Apparently, she's some actress or, you know, I don't know. Actually, I think we would call her
0: a billionaire entrepreneur now instead of actress. She's a designer? (laughs) Yes. Like a billionaire designer now. I think we could go with that instead of actress.
2: I don't know. I just wanted to find Mary Kate and be like, you, did you read this? And what did you think? I just want to give was her a hug. Was this a dumbass? I mean,
0: look, she's riding at the Long Jeans tour.
2: She's done pretty well. Listen, I mean, whatever. Her horse was like chestnut brown. <laughs> Gross.
0: <laughs> On that note. <laughs> I have two Daily Winnies today. One is the Auditor Birthdays, Taylor Sabatino and Allie Henninger. Happy birthday to both of you. Also, after a close competition, a 17-year-old rescue dog named Mr. Happy Face was named the 2022 World's Ugliest Dog. Oh, dear God. I guess what breed he was. You'll never guess. In a million years.
2: Yeah. Oh, dear God. What is wrong with that? <laughs> I just clicked on the link you posted and... <laughs> Woo!
0: It's an ugly dog. What is wrong with it? It's I a mean, Chinese well, Crested because every year it's a Chinese Crested.
2: Because they look like burn victims. <laughs> they
0: do. And their tongues are always hanging out. So it's a Chinese Crested. Not only that, it's a Chinese Crested Chihuahua mix. So, I think it got the ugliest of both breeds, and that is why it won the competition this year. It has some
2: sort of, like, it has those, like, basset hound legs, which are, like, bred for dwarfism. So, it's, like, a weird, it's, mm.
0: Yeah. Wow. Mm is a good way to describe it. (laughs) Look Uh, him up. Go look up the dog of the uh, year this year. Matter of fact, if I can find a picture I'm allowed to post, I will post the world's ugliest dog for all of you to drool over today.
2: I'm sorry, I'm still on the dark pictures. Let me me move past (laughs) that. Because I actually have a really cool story for my Daily Winnie. After six decades, how many years is six decades, Glenn?
0: That's 60. Okay.
2: 60 years. I knew that, by the way. I just wanted to throw it out there. For 60 years, a woman... They call her the queen of Walt Whitman Boulevard retires. Okay. Now that is not what you think. I mean, it's a queen of Walt Whitman Boulevard, uh, a school crossing guard. A woman has been doing her job for 60 years as a school crossing guard every day since 1965. And Whoa. she just retired. And I just wanted to give a shout out to Clara Bowman, who who basically has been for six decades greeting students, staff, and walking kids across the crosswalk at the Horace Mann Elementary School in Cherry Hill. New Jersey on Monday, they picked her up in a limo, took her to the school. Everybody greeted her. Yeah. She said, I love the kids. They're foremost in my mind, getting them safely across the street. Kids used to go home for lunch and that stopped quite a few years ago, but I would cross them three times a day then. And now we're down to two. Her family points out she rarely missed a day of work. Her daughter-in-law says, I call her the Energizer Bunny. She's constantly moving. She does more than me, and I'm retiring in November. And I said, Mom, you have to retire before I do, because if you don't, I can't retire.
0: (laughs) She has to be 80-some, I would think.
2: yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. She, I mean, it's, it's crazy. So, uh, did you ever walk to school?
0: Yeah, but we didn't have crossing guards in that day. We did walk to school all the way across town, but there were no crossing guards.
2: We had one crossing guard. I'm, I'd never, I don't know her name. I mean, I was like in third grade, but yeah, we had one school crossing guard.
0: We were on and our own. one street. You make it or you don't.
2: <laughs> it's like Frogger in your yeah, neighborhood. That's right. <laughs>
0: There are no crossing guards, anyway,
2: <laughs> but the, I just thought it was a cool.
0: Story. There was a really cool general store on the way home that had lots of good candy, though. So used to hit mm. that up on occasion yeah. on the way home.
2: We'd skip our house and go up to the Shell station.
0: You know what I else can. seems like we've been doing for sixty years? Is this show? So um, we With are. This
2: episode in particular <laughs> is it dragging for you?
0: We have episode three thousand coming up, actually a, a little over a month from now. I'm going to be out at Jamie's. We're going to do it together, but we want your help. We want you to submit voicemails, short voicemails, like 30 seconds. <clears throat> Go to horseradionetwork.com and a little button on the right-hand side. Go, do this on your phone. There's a little oh, button God. on the right-hand side that says voicemail line. <sighs> Click it, and you can just record your voicemail right there. It's easy. It's simple. It automatically comes to us. You don't do anything else.
2: You know but, what you're doing right now? What? You're inviting Kate to leave inappropriate voicemails. <laughs> Kate is a listener who has flooded our voicemails with very odd things, different voices, different people. I mean, you know what? If you're going to do it, bring it strong, my friend. That's right. Bring and it
0: strong. If, if you want to come up with a little song or a poem, you can do that, too. It's not required. But we want you to... What have you liked about the show? What's your favorite part? What has it meant to you? Anything, any message you want us to share with the world, we're going to play those voicemails on episode Aww. 3000. And I started getting them this morning, so if you can come up with something clever, that's great. Think Radiothon clever. Or... Just send us a voicemail. We don't care. But uh, help us celebrate episode 3000. We're the longest running daily podcast in the world. And we thank you for that because without you listening, we wouldn't be here. So thank you for that. And we would love to hear your voices on that day. We can't do a call in because I'm going to be at Jamie's and I won't have all my equipment. So we're going to have to, that we're, voicemails will have to be our second best thing. So definitely send those in. Uh, And. I have a study show for you. How do you want to do this today? Do you want to guess?
2: I always like to guess.
0: Okay, so study show, every month I go into Google and I search study show, and I look for the last 30 days, and I weed out all of the ones that are about politics and all the ones that are about COVID, and that leaves about... Eight of them. So you have to
2: get to the ninth <laughs>
0: page of Google. Exactly. Today it was pretty much. So, and then I'll read the part of it and you guys have to guess the rest of it. So you can play along at home too. The, all right. Number one, latest studies from Harvard show health hazards of?
2: I mean, you said Harvard. The first thing I thought of was apples. Why? Uh, haven't you seen the movie where he's a janitor at Harvard oh, right. okay. and like, do you like apples?
0: Okay. I got it. Now. I
2: got a number. How about these apples?
0: <laughs> no, it has nothing so to do with apples. Good. Might okay. actually. Okay. Might. So, around say, say, about say it again. Like.
2: Say it again. Say it again. Recent study at Harvard, blah, blah, blah.
0: Uh, latest studies from Harvard show health hazards of, you're never going to get it in a million health years.
2: Health hazards of. Of coffee beans.
0: No, but coffee is coming later, because we always have coffee. I know. (laughs) No, it's uh, the health hazards of gas cooking.
2: Oh, I I just read something about that. It's like in all the mom things, like, get rid of your gas stoves, killing your family. Do you have a gas stove? I do. And now that i read that, I started turning the vent on. (laughs) (laughs) high.
0: And the thing is, I know two people both in my wife's family, that burned their kitchens down because of gas stoves. So, Oh,
2: that's yeah, awesome. That. Thank
0: you. That's another health hazard of gas stoves. Uh, but I think you could do that with an electric stove, too, if you put the wrong thing on it, right? Uh, so there was kind of a wasted study, I think. Uh, studies show investment in public health can help prevent... Public health issues? <laughs> well, yeah, what's a pu- what's one of the public health issues that uh, people have? <sighs> if it's not
2: COVID and it's not politics. Public Health Issues, Gonorrhea.
0: (laughs) Close. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and again, we wasted money on this one. Studies show investment in public health can help prevent illness. What? Yeah, that's the title.
2: That's the dumbest thing.
0: (laughs) Well, it is wasting money. Studies show being an optimist is linked to an optimist.
2: Being an optimist is linked to more sex. (laughs)
0: That's a different study. This one says, <laughs>
2: "I'm
0: I mean, sure there's one out there." <laughs>
2: nobody wants to sleep with a negatron; got to be a positron.
0: <laughs> Studies show being an optimist is linked to a longer life. Now, I would have thought it was which the other would way.
2: include more <laughs> more sex loving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because w- why did they do this study? We all know negative people aren't going to live as long. It's just logical. Mr. Spot. There's
2: some people I know that are going down in the next couple months.
0: <laughs> These animals have spread. Oh, this is one. I did put coronavirus in this one because I wanted you to guess the animals. These animals have spread coronavirus to humans, study show.
2: Uh, dogs, cats, horses. Well, you guinea got pigs, one. Chickens. You got one. Dogs
0: is in there. That's one of the top two. What's the other top two?
2: I mean, it's got to be cats.
0: Nope. Pigs. Pigs and dogs. Ugh.
2: Thank God I don't have any
0: pigs. <laughs> pigs and dogs. Pigs seem to get everything. Well, um, I do
2: have guinea pigs. Does that, do they mean those? <laughs> <laughs> and rabbits. And I have a, rabbits.
0: I have a Fourth of July one here. Uh, survey well, finds— What were the
2: other animals? I think you said there were three.
0: Nope, just two. I oh. just have two here. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about—I uh, think we're going to talk about—no, I didn't do the other—oh, yeah, here we go. Next one also involves animals survey finds fireworks causes stress and nearly how many percent of dogs um a hundred it's not quite a hundred i actually had we had one or two dogs in our lifetime that didn't fireworks didn't bother them not too many though <laughs> how,
2: what's the percentage i mean because i would say 80 percent 80 percent
0: yeah so i think that sounds about right actually
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm, I'm popping balloons like you read about. Uh, I mean, it's just— I heard from
0: a bunch of listeners that were very thankful you talked about that on Monday and are doing it. So
2: I posted it on my Facebook page last year's video. My hair was super short and cute. Um, <laughs> which is a flower farm, Jamie Jennings, certified Monty Roberts instructor on Facebook.
0: And if you missed that, listen back to Monday. You only have a couple days left. So That'd studies show horses and pigs can tell if you're—back to pigs again—
2: Horses and pigs can tell if you're emotionally.
0: I'm going to give affected. you that. You don't know, stop right there. Don't. <laughs> horses and pigs, I'm going to give it to you, can tell if you're being positive or negative. Now we know that because do- I think dogs can tell that too, right? When you're in a bad mood, they tend to slink away. Uh, your mm-hmm. horses tend to slink away. So it's, uh, you know, again, we didn't need the study. It's a big waste of money. Two independent studies show music festival ticket prices.
2: Two studies show music festival ticket prices. I mean, on the rise.
0: Yeah. Big surprise. Like everything else, ticket prices are going up. That's the dumbest study ever. Everything's going up. (laughs)
2: Oh my God. I I can't even tell you how much you spent on bales of hay. Oh, dear God.
0: I just saw Jennifer's out buying hay right now, and I just got an alert from the credit card that $300. So, and that'll probably last two weeks. $350. Yeah. I'm figuring that our trip out there with our truck, our diesel truck to your place is going to cost about $4 million by the time we get out there and back. Uh, Young adults with higher exposure to household air pollution have asthma. Yes, lung problems.
2: (laughs) It's the dumbest thing. Oh my God, wait, you're breathing in chemicals? (laughs) What what, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Oh, you're going to have lung problems.
0: I got a coffee one. This is two more. UK study suggests drinking coffee
2: makes you poop. We've talked about this. (laughs) (laughs) One day there's going to be a study.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We haven't gotten that study yet. This one is live longer. I think the last 10 have been live longer. Now, the years before that, they were die sooner. So it's changed over the years, whether you live longer or die sooner. Now, I hate to tell you guys, we're not talking about 10 cups a day. They're talking two cups a day. So I'm just clarifying that. I know you'd like to drink. You 10.
2: mean Ivy lining iced coffee no, no. at two in the afternoon? No, it
0: doesn't help. <clears throat> last one studies show that this fast food chain has the highest satisfaction rating again. <sighs> I For don't the eighth say it. time.
2: Because their prices have gone up. So much, but it's got to be stupid
0: Chick-fil-A. Yep, it's Chick-fil-A. This is eight years in a row. you care to guess who is in the rest of the top five?
2: Okay, we've got Chick-fil-A. Are these, like, standard ones or these, like, yeah, local the, ones the, that the, I won't
0: know? No, the main fast food chains.
2: I mean, Taco Bell, Subway?
0: Nope, nope.
2: Oh, really? McDonald's? Nope, no.
0: it's not even, no.
2: Burger King? Nope. Arby's,
0: Nope.
2: (laughs) Whataburger. Oh, In-N-Out.
0: No, I was surprised that one on there, but maybe it's because it's not a national chain.
2: Blimpy. I thought there's no Blimpies anymore. I don't know. Quiznos. Is that a thing? All
0: right. Here we go. I'll give you the top five. Chick-fil-A is number one. Domino's is number two. Uh, KFC is number three. (laughs) Chipotle (laughs) is number four. I thought that'd be actually higher. And Starbucks is number five. The fact that they consider Starbucks a fast food restaurant is
2: Domino's pizza is not a fast food. You don't drive up and be like, "I'll take." But you can drive up
0: and pick it up. I mean, you can do that. But, yeah, so there you go. I didn't make the rules. I'm just telling you what's in the top five.
2: <laughs> I'm mad at you.
0: <laughs> I would have put Chipotle higher on that list, I think.
2: I don't know. Chipotle had the, like, breakout of, like, yeah,
0: serious Yeah, all those diseases. people dying. <laughs> all
2: the people dying. <laughs> that probably didn't help. No. no. <laughs> but they're making a comeback, apparently.
0: That probably didn't help. Well, this episode is brought to you by StatelineTAC. I headed over to StatelineTAC.com, and there's a lot of stuff going on on the homepage right now. But there's something that I was so happy about. Uh, There was a fire, what, a year or two ago at a warehouse for Kensington products. And I've known the people who run Kensington since we started our tack shop back in the 1990s. And they're super nice people. And it looks like they're back in business and shipping product and getting it out there to the stores again. So they have a whole bunch of new products listed right there at statelinetec.com for Kensington. And, of course, if you don't know Kensington, they're the plaid company. They sell all the different plaid products. And it looks like... They have a bunch of new colors applied. So they have the plaid uh, sheets, they have fly sheets, they have uh, fly masks, they have, uh, actually we use their uh, slow feeding hay bags, we use those, uh, Scooter has one of those. They also have the stall guards, we have a couple of those. So the Kensington products are really cool, they, they have a lot of new products too. Apparently since, uh, since the fire they've, they've really done uh, a good job of turning out new stuff, including the cutest little mini pony blanket ever. So, check it out today at statelinetac.com for all of your Kensington products.
2: This health segment is brought to you by Daily Dose Equine non GMO core nutrition for horses and ponies of all ages. And I would like to welcome to the show a longtime friend, Dr. Aaron Denny Jones from Florida Equine. Hello. Hello. Good to be back. Thank you so much for coming back on. Uh, I I don't know why you do. You're a glutton for punishment, apparently, but you're a
4: vet, so (laughs) you're used to it. No, you guys are so much fun, and you do such a good program of bringing some of this information to everybody. I love it. All right.
2: Well, uh, you just did something pretty remarkable, and I want to hear all about it. What What were you doing in St. Thomas? Besides, like you know, drinking margaritas
4: and. (laughs) And and laying on well, a
0: bikini beach and, you know, yeah, all that.
4: Yeah. I wish I could say I did that the whole time, but I did not. There is – I had very limited time that I could get there and get back because I was so busy back at home. But there is a rescue that's there that has rescued the horses – That were abandoned during the hurricanes when the racetrack fell down and there was no racetrack to be raced upon and these horses got kind of sent to the side and not paid attention to. So they um, rescued them and have been trying to find someone to come and do vet work on a regular basis, which is hard in the islands. St. Thomas is not the only one that suffers. There are some other islands that have the same predicament, but I just happened to be hooked into this one through one of my clients who got a part of the, who became a part of the rescue. So we spent... 10 hours, one day, all day Saturday, doing teeth, vaccinating, deworming. We didn't do it all that same day, but we were justifying when we were spreading out to do all this. And then some of the horses did get some uh, joint injections for their significant arthritis from all those years of racing um, because they they were having a hard time just getting around in the pasture that they had found. But um, it was, I'll tell you, very fulfilling to work on these horses. I saw the pictures of when they rescued them to how they looked. just doing proper feed techniques to them had gained significant weight, open their mouth and they had sharp points. They looked like almost tigers inside the mouth. They were so bad. And to get that rectified, I'm dying to see what they look like a month from that. So that I'm only two to three weeks since I was there. So in another week or two, I'd love to see how much more weight they've gained since we've done the teeth on them but what a a tremendous group of people to step aside and do all this work for these horses and um, take good care of them. So, I was thrilled to be a part of it. It it was definitely satisfying. And there's plenty of other Equitarian programs that are out there besides what I just did in St. Thomas. I got to go to a beautiful place. There are some maybe not so beautiful places to go to to do some Equitarian work. Um, And those people work on the working donkeys and mules for the um, people that live in the islands or live down in um, Central America. And um, those are really self-satisfying jobs that those people do. So... Um so, I, I always recommend that people help donate to those causes and be a part of those causes if they can. Absolutely. Um so Uh, who is who's
2: looking after these horses are they just like loose x-race horses (laughs) are they running around like a herd of mustangs like do they have places to go and
4: food to eat and clean water to drink like what how does this happen well initially yeah initially they didn't they only had them on like a small like one to two acre piece and i think there's 13 or 16 head on this so that was ridiculous um they had people who weren't educated on feeding them dumping bags of grain uh so a few of them foundered unfortunately those did not make make it. I was not there for that. Oh. Um, there was a vet that did come in from another island that does have a license to bring controlled drug into that island. I do not and was able to euthanize them properly. Uh, but uh, the ones that were left behind had a hard time getting around due to the arthritis, but they were able to secure a spot at the old racetrack in some of the barns that were still standing, which are going to be revamped soon. I don't know what soon means if it's in six months or a year, but they have plans to bulldoze down those barns and revamp them. And they Found turnout pasture which believe it or not is the center of the racetrack so you walk down the racetrack part they cut the white pole that they use for the track so the horses could have a gateway to go through the center to the pasture and it's green and beautiful so what an amazing place for those horses to be turned out to every day they graze all day long they come in they have hay and grain at night um, when I first met them, it was an afternoon, evening by the time we got in, and the amount of food spilling out in front of the stalls was just amazing. So they are definitely now in a situation where they can have the um, grain utilized better because their teeth are so much better. Can so, I have the address? I want to be
0: put out the pasture there. Know, right? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> By the ocean on pasture, yeah, why not? Because that's exactly. kind of like a wonderful place to be. So, yeah. <laughs> so, who's, who owns these horses? Well, it's a rescue. So, the rescue is okay. called uh, Triple H Ranch, and Triple H is for Horses Helping Horses, and they are um, uh, raising money. To continue to the care and support of these horses. So I just
2: heard your cell phone ring and clearly you're moving around. We never get to talk to you for too long. Can, Can you continue to talk to us? Do you need to like save a horse?
4: Nope, I passed it off to the um, staff member, and that's all oh, good. Yeah, I there, apologize. You're, you're, you're I should know. have had the ringer off. That's okay. No, we, just,
0: that's okay. we know you Don't have mind. a job.
2: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, like, other things to do. <laughs> that is amazing. Now, the uh, uh, congratulations on doing all of that. Thank you for helping, and uh, I'm assuming there's some sort of fundraiser or some place that people can do some research, maybe give back, I guess, Horses Helping Horses. Rescue. Horses helping, yeah,
4: horses, um, the, the first place they can go to, I'm not sure if they have their Facebook page up or website up, um, but it would be Triple H, h h Triple H um, Horse Ranch, or you can go to Dark Horse Stables that's here in Florida, and that's my client that's helping the Triple H, and they can personal message Dark Horse Stables Facebook page and ask about the Triple H Horse Ranch in St. Thomas. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now that's, that's awesome
2: news that there are people helping. There was some not great news that you also wanted to talk about, which was the recent strangles outbreak in Missouri. Yeah.
4: Yes. There are some horses that are moving around that are carrying this. And um, sometimes you don't know that they actually have the strangles until they get into a stress situation, which is either movement, transport, or large herd, or both, and they'll come in and start shedding the virus, and we all know in the horse world, strangles is very um, contagious. And once it gets into a particular facility, whether it's a herd bound in a pasture or it is on the um, barn situation, it just goes from horse to horse to horse because it's transmitted by um, the snot, the breathing out, the coughs, you know, that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. the horses will pick up on it pretty quickly. Well, obviously, this
2: must have been a pretty substantial outbreak if uh, it's making the news here. So what happened?
4: Well, basically, it was an unnoticed uh, horse that came in, got um, brought into the herd thinking everything's fine, and um, I can't say exactly where this horse came from, but went ahead and transpired um, into a um, Strangles that first night and um, transported... gave it to the other horses that were right within the vicinity there and by the time they started getting a hold of it it already spread to multiple other horses within that group so um it it just took the one basically and that's what they have gone back to look into and um you can't really hold somebody accountable for it because where they came from previously may not have brought that disease out because it was a left area, a pass through area. Uh, I'm just trying to give examples of why some people don't catch it. So it's kind of hard to hold them. They gave me a horse with this knowingly because they may not have knowingly.
2: Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to hand that off knowingly for sure. But so how important is it to get your horse vaccinated for this? Is it, I know there's two, there's an intranasal one and then there's a vaccine one, uh, which is better and how important is it to give it?
4: Well, they're both just as good. The ones in the muscle people have found that that is a killed vaccine and they were, um, concerned that it wasn't giving enough immune response back in the days. So they wanted to, um, have people go ahead and give it up the nose, which is the one that you talk about as the intranasal. The up the nose one they feel has a better uh, response, but they have some seen some more side effects to that one than they have the intramuscular one. Really? So, yes. So it's a kind of a to each his own um, doctor preference. So, some of the doctors like the intramuscular and some of them like the intranasal. Um, I'm not going to state one side or the other. I can, you know, state one over the other. The intranasal, of course, sometimes giving it is very difficult because horses don't like anything up their nose. Um, There is the side effects of what they call purpura, which is an autoimmune disease that you'll see some horses come down with that has been documented and seen in the intranasal. The intramuscular one, like I said, is a killed vaccine. They don't think they prompt enough high titers enough into the bloodstream to get enough of uh, protections for some horses. The intramuscular one can be very painful and the horses have... Have very painful necks or limbs that when they're given in the hind limbs. So they they avoid giving that one because of the pain for the next week, you know, days or weeks after that vaccine. So again, there's pros and cons to each one. I wouldn't say one sits way above the other. The reason the intranasal was created, like I said, was they felt that they wanted something with a modified live to stir up a better immune response um, in the system and a little quicker. But in the face of an outbreak. You never vaccinate because all you're doing is asking for trouble. So you have to let them ride the ride and then hopefully uh, continue to vaccinate after the fact. They'll usually have a normal immunity for quite some time after they've had strangles. It is not lifetime, though. People used to think it's lifetime. It is not lifetime that they have protection against strangles. They could get it again later. Gotcha. Well,
2: for anybody listening, clearly Dr. Jones has forgotten more about horses than any of us will ever know. So if you want to get a hold of her and ask questions, (laughs) uh, talk to her at com. She's the owner of Florida Equine Veterinary Services in Claremont, Florida. And the uh, weather I've heard in Claremont is very balmy and cool right now. So I'm sure you're loving it. (sighs)
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, we wake up and we get hit with humidity in the face, and it's just a nightmare right now. And just downhill
2: from <laughs> there. But you're doing
4: yeah. you're doing God's work, okay, Doctor Jones. Thank you so
2: much for joining us and coming on and putting up with us and uh, always educating and informing us. We appreciate it.
4: Well, I hope I've been helped today, and you guys continue to keep doing what you're doing. It's wonderful that you're doing that. And uh, if, yeah, anybody has any questions, send an email. Happy to All answer. Right.
2: FloridaEquine.com, Dr. Jones. Thank you.
3: Daily Dose Equine Horse Feeds has one, two, three, four different formulas that we're going to t- chat about very briefly today. First one on the list balances the needs of horses who need calories, but they also need a little bit of focus. What's that one called? Called Mass No Staff. They also have a formula that's going to balance the needs of a horse that needs a lot of energy because he is a high-performance competitor. What's that one? That one is called Freestyle Performance or Tramex. Because, yes, trail horses can be high-performance animals. And for senior horses or horses who have dental issues. That one's called senior. Tough to remember. And for those who want a top-quality, non-GMO feed, which is what all of Daily Dose Equine's feeds are, but they also have a really serious budget that they need need to stick to, what what do you have for them? We call that product Sweet and Safe.
1: Time to learn why some days you're embarrassed to be part of the human race in Jamie's Weird News.
2: I have news for you, Glenn. What's that? Besides the weird news, this is weird news. This is probably the weirdest news there is. We are not going to Florida for this segment. What
0: happened? (laughs) Apparently
2: Floridians behaved themselves over the last week, or the people of <clears throat> Oklahoma really just had to bring it so <laughs> strong that they bumped out all the other. Isn't stories.
0: it kind of ironic? We live in the two states that have the most weird news stories.
2: <laughs> I mean, really. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start in Oklahoma now. I would like to thank all the people that sent me weird news stories. Jenna, Anna, Lorraine Glenn actually sent me one. Alicia and Julia, thank you guys for sending those. If you see a news story and you're like, oh, that's weird. Send it to me. Jamie at horseradionetwork.com. J A M I E. If you send them to Jaime, they don't come to me. Somehow they get bounced over to Glenn and then he has to forward it. So J A M I E at network.com. Okay. So I said, we're starting in, we're going to start in Choctaw County, Oklahoma right now. Say you're stuck in traffic. Because a a, a tractor-trailer overturns. What would be the one thing you would want in the tractor-trailer to overturn?
0: You're stuck in traffic... Uh, behind
2: an overturned tractor trailer like you see it oh and trailer, it's all the contents have over, spilled out the contents have spilled out what would you most like to be in the back of that well, most people
0: trailer? would like it be a truck full of cash but um <laughs> <laughs> i mean that would be good too
2: i was thinking like skittles <laughs> <You>
0: <laughs> know, like m&ms would be good fun. for me like as long as they're bagged i could grab a bunch of those
2: Okay, so yeah. M and M's would be good. What would be iPhones would be good too? <laughs> a bunch of iPhones. Okay, yeah. now no, nothing you'd you would cause grand theft larceny, Glenn. Jeez, <laughs> you're like get me cash and iPhones. <laughs> you're a, a looter. Um, okay, what would be the least likely thing you'd want to overturn?
0: Like, like uh, chicken livers. Okay, worse. Worse than chicken livers? Yeah. Oh, oh. It's worse than chicken livers. Okay,
2: so I drive a convertible. Maybe it's just worse to me. I always have my top down. (sighs) A truck hauling full of bees overturned in Choctaw County, cracked open the tractor trailer and released swarms (laughs) of bees that were being relocated to move around. Oops. I, I would just say like, oh my God. Those are some angry bees. Like they're traveling in the dark and all of a sudden this big event happens, bam, and then things rip open and then all of a sudden they're released.
0: And you're they the car locked, right behind. And you're the car
2: right behind them. <laughs> or the driver who has to get out. And be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> anyway, um the beekeeper, they were uh, believe it or not unable to locate all the bees <laughs> and the beekeeper said they had to call in a special beekeeper because all that was all the person was driving was just a truck driver okay so they had to call in a beekeeper a local beekeeper recruited him to help the beekeeper then said the bees could be anywhere and advised the residents in the area to take extra precautions <laughs> like for
3: what <laughs> what do you do
2: yeah, what do you yeah, have what so do? A you special do? I mean, beekeeper <laughs> outfit to go outside.
0: In? Yeah, what do you do? This must have been a big truck full of bees.
2: It was a big truck full of bees. I mean, it made like RFD TV. This is on the RFD TV <laughs> news site. <laughs> All right, next. I mean, if you want to make money, this is a way to do it. At this time in our life, a farm in Thailand. It's a chicken. Not a chicken ranch, like in Vegas. It's a chicken farm. And they uh, have started really, you know what? They got smart. A farm feeding chickens marijuana instead of antibiotics (laughs) is fetching higher prices from consumers, (laughs) researchers say. Really? You mean I get basically... uh, I'm going to get high from eating chickens like what? This is why
0: Chick-fil-A has such a high satisfaction rating.
2: (laughs) Rub out. So researchers from Chiang Mai University are saying the experiment is showing positive signs instead of feeding them cannabis instead of antibiotics. And bonus, the chickens are fetching double the usual price (laughs) from consumers. Um, Yeah. Turns out if you feed chickens weed, they'll sell for more. You can sell those people anything. So, is it, is it in the
0: meat? Does
2: They're saying around? there's that the chickens actually don't get you high. Like it's not a thing because apparently the chickens digest and process all of the THC before it's in their skin. The substance. The, yeah, I would, like, That's
0: what I would have guessed.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's not even a thing. But what they're saying is like it's an organic thing. But they're or easy they not to handle. yeah, they're totally high. They don't cause uh, any trouble. They call it. Are you ready
0: for this? Ganja
2: chicken. <laughs> <laughs> they say it tastes better than regular chickens. Okay, there you go. Well,
0: I'll see if I can find some and let you know. All right,
2: uh. <laughs> ganja. place we like to go we like to go florida oklahoma and uh-huh. this place on the other side of the globe
0: oh usually it's some it's uh it's some chinese country some no, no, asian no. country no
2: no 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 where how often are we in australia oh uh, yes, yes yeah yes. so if it is were right to up take, there with florida yeah florida australia and now oklahoma is making a push to be in the top three um so <laughs> there's a video for this, and I actually wanted to, you to play the video, but I can't quite get the audio to you. Um, tourists in Australia were set to depart their lodge in the Northern Territory, but they went to walk out to where their cars are, and there is like a 10 foot long, ginormous crocodile in between. Them and their car, and it's at. It's like you can see the stairs going down. This right at the bottom of the stairs is ginormous crocodile that is standing just standing waiting. Apparently, there's a dog and that's been barking at it for a while, and it's like "Mm, that's going to be my lunch. Well, these people needed to leave. No worries, mate. I got this. (laughs) That's my Australian. (laughs) Yeah, that's real good. Um, Because Australian people just do stuff a little different than we do the Australian Lodge owners like, oh, I got this to get you to your car. Let's, yeah, let's Let's go. Uh, I grabs- apologize
0: to Australian listeners mm-hmm. right now.
2: You're welcome. I'm amazing. Uh, grabs. Okay, I'm going to read you from the story. We were trying to leave the island via helicopter and the cro- croc was blocking the path. The owner was worried about our safety. So he decided to shoo the crock away. What weapon of choice would you grab if you needed to shoo a crock away, Glenn?
0: <laughs> um, a shotgun is what I would grab. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's
2: Australia. You can't a do that. A big knife.
0: No,
2: no knife. Yeah. No knife. What does he grab? He goes into the kitchen and grabs a giant frying pan. <laughs> This is a massive crocodile at the bottom of these stairs. This is on video. I have watched it. Okay. He walks down. The crocodile opens his mouth and comes running at him. And he's like, bonk, bonk, bonk. And after the first bonk, Croc is pretty mad. Yeah, would be pissed. Lo- yeah. Lunges at him. Is he him. bonking
0: him on the head? Is that what he's doing? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay.
2: Right on the nose, on the head. All this bonks him three times, and you know what? That Crocodile's like, ah, it's not worth it, and runs off. He chased a crocodile off
0: with a, <laughs> with frying, a frying pan. <laughs> That's something funny. right out of uh, the, com- the comic strips. Yep, yep. Pretty awesome. <laughs> That's Bugs Bunny right there.
2: <laughs> and so I will try to see if I can figure out, wait for you guys to see that video because it's, and they're like, all right, I got it. I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and by the way, this Australian does not look at all like Chris Hemsworth. No, <laughs> not nothing, at all. Nothing. <laughs> not a bit. All right. Last one. Last one. We start in Oklahoma and just wrap it all up in a bow. We're going to finish in Oklahoma. This is in Duwata County, Oklahoma. I don't know where that is. I don't know where anything is besides where I'm at. 23 um, year old, you ready for his name? Yeah, I'm ready. Wolf October Berry. 23 year old Wolf October Berry fled from officers. Who were attempting to stop him for traffic. And make a traffic stop. Why were they stopping him? They could tell he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. He wasn't wearing a seatbelt. They go to pull him over. What does he do? He speeds away from the officers. Takes off. Down this country road. He gets pretty far. Because they're like out of the car. And he just burns it. And takes off. Crashes his car. Gets out of his car and continues to flee on foot. Okay. He has now been charged with eluding police, running a roadblock, possession of like, okay, if you have stolen stuff in your car and guns, because he also had stolen property and a firearm, and he's a felon, if you get pulled over, if you're in the car with all that stuff, put your dick seatbelt on. I mean, <laughs> come on. Like, you're just looking for trouble. They did find a 9 millimeter semi-automatic pistol found in Barry's truck, along with the stolen property. Two nearby properties have recently been uh, burglarized, so he doesn't have a seatbelt on and gets pulled over. He's like, oh, crap. He probably could have just been like, I'm sorry, I'll just take my ticket. But no, he's got it. His name is Wolf October. Wolf October <laughs> decides That's to get out of the car. His name is Wolf October. That's his first and middle name. <laughs> All right. So Wolf October takes off running. This, oh, it says it's 50 miles northeast of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Wolf October starts running. And they're like, they get his car because it's been wrecked. But he's nowhere to be found. And they put out an APP. We're looking for Wolf October october barry he appears to be some sort of blonde he looks like the australian guy hit him in the face with a frying pan when he shoots <laughs> at the bottom of the stairs they found him glenn
0: where'd they find him
2: several hours later wolf october barry was located where was he located he found the nearest cattle farm And dove into a manure pile and buried himself in a manure pile where he hid for several, several hours.
0: Uh, I'd rather go to jail. Thank you very much.
2: But you know what? If I was the arresting officer, I'd be like, never mind. Don't get in my car. You're free to go. Just get get out of
0: here. (laughs) You're not getting in my car. That's for sure. (laughs) You're going to walk behind.
2: (laughs) Yep. you're going to you're going to I'm going to. I handcuff you <laughs> to the back of the car and you're just going to have to keep up, buddy. Sorry. Sorry about your luck. What it doesn't say, because some of these stories always give me more questions than answers. Did the cow farmer see him yeah, and turn him yeah, in? How did that happen? Yeah. Did he finally come out and be like, I can't take it anymore. Or did they, like, I just, I don't know how they caught him. Did he give himself up? I don't know. Anyway, he did also say, yeah, I, that's all stuff that I stole from those other two houses. So he did confess to all of his crimes. I'm probably sure the methane went into his yeah, brain. Yeah. And he's he's probably high as a kite, but several hours in a poop
0: soup, basically. <laughs> okay, that just beats any of the Florida away. ones. I'm just saying. That's, that's, that's. <laughs> Our guys only hide in ponds with alligators. You know, that's all they do. I think I'd take the alligators, actually. Wolf berry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Wait, it. Now,
2: if you think about it, his name is Wolf October Berry, but if you just say it, is he's Wolfberry. He's a Wolfberry. Wolf <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a wolf berry looks like, but it sounds delicious.
0: So uh you want to get your ads in to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com for Friday, because we're giving away the prizes and you still yes, have a chance you're the giving next them two away. days. Glenn worth. actually
2: told me we don't even have enough ads to do it.
0: So, so yeah, you guys we need ads.
2: If you want to, to do it if you want us to do really bad ads you gotta send them in jennifer.horseradionetwork.com
0: get them in today so yeah we're gonna uh, do that on Friday so we're looking forward to reading all of your ads or hearing from you even better because you get double the entries if you record your own ad and send it in yes so, so let's do that we'll hang around here for a couple of minutes with the auditors in the meantime have a great day everybody Bay Geld. I have a quote here and oh. this is from Gandhi Learn as if you will live forever. Live like you will die tomorrow. That describes Mm -hmm. our show, actually. Gandhi.
1: Never heard of him. Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense.
2: Man, I got this, this horse situation going on here. What's that? I'm really, really at a loss. I'm, I'm at a loss. My vet is at a loss. He's now having to consult with the other, like other people, because this is oh, such is this a this conundrum. The weird mayor thing. Yes. So they came out. I can't talk about this on the regular show. I don't have permission, but I can do it here. The, the vet came out. So this mayor, I, I get her here and I, she's running the fence when she gets here. So I put her in a stall she would throw her hips against the wall, squeal and kick, but like double barrel out things, you know, uh, and kicked my automatic water, which is a big no, no, uh, kicking the walls, everything. I'm like, you're going to break your coffin bone. So then I put her, I put, I had a horse next to her and I was like, mm, she's not okay with that. So I moved the horse and had an empty stall, still squealing, kicking all this stuff. Then I put her in the barn, empty, still squealing, kicking. I moved her onto a paddock with a run-in shed. She'd go into the run-in shed, slam her hips against the wall, squeal and kick. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be training this horse to ride. I She clearly is miserable. Like, I can't ride a horse that is this miserable. Call the owners. Do whatever you need to do. So my repro vet comes out. He's board-certified theriologist or whatever they're called. And he does an ultrasound. There's nothing to show any sort of anything okay, in her. So he's like, all right, what we can do is we can run a blood panel and see what's going on. Runs a blood panel. And by the way, this did not go away. This is like two weeks straight this is going on. So he runs a blood panel. Nothing is crazy. What she did have on one of her ovaries, that was the weird part, was she had a CL in a follicle. And I don't know what that means, but apparently that's not normal to have those two things on one ovary I'm trying to get it all right here. So he's like, run the blood work, decide what to do. Runs the blood work, nothing sticks out. So he's like, we're going to give her a shot of progesterone, gives her a shot of the proge- um, repro. People are listening to this going, you're an idiot. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not studied on all of this anyway. So gives her the shot. And it has been the quietest nine days on the farm ever it's so nice especially after hearing the squeals and the slamming and the kicking and all that (sighs) until i brought him up this morning oh no think it's been seven days the progesterone shot works seven days and she is back to squealing and kicking and slamming your hips against the wall.
0: I don't know what to so do. So it is a hormonal thing for sure. Though. Yes. Yeah.
2: yeah she's. Uh, what they said is. She, you know. Uh, but when the doc was telling me all, give me all this information. I was like, give me something I can just repeat. And he was like, she's hormonally challenged. And I was like, enough. That's what. That's all. What. That's what I needed to know. <laughs> she is hormonally challenged. Let's see here. Did- I message him and I'm like. Uh, initially I was like the squealing kicking stopped what should we be looking for now and he's like I'm just trying to see how she responds and if we have a breakout sooner than 25 to 30 days well that was on Thursday last Thursday oh my god it hasn't even been a week I said we have squealing again today her hips against the stall wall. what do I do she's been perfect until now he said I'm waiting on a call back from the lab about different protocols or ideas
0: so I assume those shots aren't cheap.
2: Actually, it turns out they're like twelve dollars.
0: Oh well, let's just do one of those so, every seven days.
2: <laughs> I, that can be healthy. No. Giving a horse that much
0: mm, no. of a
2: thing, like I mean, I don't understand. Like I don't know what to do. But I will tell you that the 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 person who owns him is an eighteen year old boy that his mare, and they come out, and I'm like, okay, she's got these repro problems. I know she's got ulcers. I mean, dear God, she screams every type of every everything. They've had this mirror with other trainers. How come nobody was like, well, this is a problem. And also the, the fact that you can't groom her past her shoulder and she put your leg on her and she kicks her, you touch her on the side and she tries to bite you. All those things are really big problems that nobody has said anything to them about. And so I've now got her and they're like we'll do whatever we can. And and th- so the the kids there and I'm like, "Hey man, what are you doing?" I was like, "This this is not a and he's a fairly beginner rider. He's been taking lessons for like a year and he's 18 and, and I'm like, "Man, what is going on here?" I was like, "This is not a beginner friendly horse." His horse has bucked you off several times. What are you doing? He goes, man, he goes, you're the, you're, I've had four other trainers. Tell me that. (laughs) Okay.
0: I said, time to listen to somebody.
2: (laughs) Then why on earth have five trainers told you this is the wrong thing. And you're, you just keep going? Like, what are you doing? And this 18 year old boy stood toe to toe with me. He's taller than me. Of course, looks me in the eye and goes, She's my horse, and I don't want to give up on her.
0: What do you like, say to that?
2: <laughs> you know what I said? What would you say? You can stand there, look at me with that look in your eye, and go toe-to-toe with me and tell me that. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> if an 18-year-old boy can look me in the eye and say, she's my horse, I don't want to give up on her yet. I don't want to give up on her, period. Okay. Here we go. I go. I'm that in. would
0: be the easiest thing to do, for sure.
2: Well, I'm like, I can go get her. I, I, when they ultrasounded her, I said, is there anything that would keep her from being a reset mare? You know, to, to, she could go have that job. I'm probably pregnant. She would feel a lot better Yeah, because right. she wouldn't have all these things going on. So, I mean, that's still something that I've talked to them about. But like when you have a boy look you right in the eye and say that. Damn it. If I'm not in <laughs> my God, I was like, all right, kid let's do this
0: he could have said anything but, else and you would have come back after him but not that
2: but he uh, just for a for a kid that age yep
0: to be that aware
2: be that yeah. aware and like I don't know it seemed like he had integrity you know and he was like no I don't want to give up okay let's do him. this Yes. Um, Unfortunately, he is spending his parents' money. Yeah, I was just (laughs) going (laughs) to say.
0: Money does run out eventually.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. And so, but um, at this point, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know what to do. And I can't ride her like this because you touch her with your leg and she will bite you. Like, bite you. I also said when they got here, because this mare, you put the halter on her, she'll bite you in the stomach when you're putting the halter on. She'll bite you in the cross side. She'll bite you doing this. She'll bite you doing that. And I finally said, oh, can I? They got there. I was like, can I ask a question? Do you guys give her treats? And they're like, Oh yeah. Like she loves cookies. She's always like, okay. Yeah. No, we're not going to do that anymore. We're done. We're done with that. Okay. We're going to treat it for the ulcers and no more cookies. And then hopefully she'll eventually stop biting, but this is a problem. And he walks right up to the stone and he's like, Hey honey. And goes to ruffle her, you know, tousle her forelock. And she tries to bite him. Like This is a problem. I don't know why he loves this horse. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's literally zero redeeming fact. Actually, we're in the round pin for the lesson. Now, this mayor was on the meds and has already started alter medicine. And first of all, we're staying the cross ties. And the dad turns to me and goes, is she sedated? What? He goes, she's never stood like that before. Because while she's standing still in the cross, I've taught her to say, apparently she lunges forward and it takes like two people to hold her in the cross size to tack her up.
0: That, of course, they told you all this before they came over with the horse, right? Oh,
2: yeah, sure. Yeah. I've, I've had a long <laughs> list of things. Uh, no, they tell me that. So then we're in the we're in the round pen. Now, the first time I worked this mare in the round pen, I had my flak jacket on. I had my helmet on just to do a join up. I was like, this mare is a monster. We're in the round pen. And the mayor's standing still, just head low, you know. And this boy says this to me. Wow, this is amazing. And I'm like, what's amazing? We're just standing here. He goes, she's not trying to attack me. What?
0: <laughs> what? Well, oh, this horse has issues.
2: Again, nobody told me that. <laughs> number one, number two. I mean, I could have seen, I, but Ray Charles could see she's going to attack you. You know, like, it's not like it was a secret. I was very aware of her aggression. They should have to sign a her.
0: form when they bring horses to you that says, if I don't tell you the whole truth, I'm going to pay for your medical bills.
2: That is good. I do have a thing that says, if you don't tell me the truth and something happens and it's happened previously, you take your horse and you don't get a refund. Like, you can't you just tell me. I'm not going to turn your horse away because it rears. Well, that's I'm what going happened. to they, they, know how to address it.
0: They've had they've had the horse turned away. <laughs> that's what's yeah. happened. He's so, been to five uh, other trainers. I mean.
2: <laughs> it's crazy. I can't. And, but like, and what uh, What in this kid am I like, what do you see? Uh, what is the redeeming thing with this? Or, like this could be so much he easier. Likes
0: saving things. We, we don't know what his girlfriend's like either.
2: I met her, too. She was there. She's not a horse person. Okay. Maybe
0: said two words. Did she named saving?
2: I don't know. I mean, I didn't get, I yeah, didn't, didn't get I that I didn't far. really get to talk to I her. I did so. look
0: up, if you take too much progesterone, or for pro- <laughs> I can't say that word. Progesterone. Uh, thank you. If you take too much, what happens? So I did look that up. And what oh, happens is anxiety, depression, swelling, tenderness, fatigue, weight gain, And diarrhea.
2: Okay. These are human things. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What happens in horses? I
0: don't know. I don't know. I can't (laughs) find that. I'm thinking it would be similar, right?
2: She already has the anxiety. She already has the discomfort. Maybe she just has to add
0: diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It doesn't. I can't find where it says what happens if you get too much.
2: Okay, what does progesterone do to horses? It is a key reproductive hormone in the marrow hormone that takes a mare heat out of, takes a mare out of heat after ovulation. Um, too much progesterone given to a horse. What is, Are you guys are listening to do Google searches here. Uh,
0: but you probably already know the answer. There's somebody out there that knows. Let us know. Because um, uh, I
2: think it's the same thing as Regimate. regiment. And I just told him, I was like, I don't want to deal with Regimate. regiment. Yeah. I'm already I'm already dealing with enough. Yeah. just being my age and
0: Ugh. feeling things. I'm tired of you getting hurt, too. Yeah. No, no more of that. Yeah, me,
2: me, too. I don't like that either. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's it for today, everybody. I'm going to go and Jamie's going to go. She has a horse to deal with. <laughs> Uh, I have nothing else that's really talk about today. Um, just been busy. Doing my job.
2: Well, I think I've entertained
0: everybody enough. Yeah, for you time. have. Should yes, I, have I think we've them. done enough for today. So, <sighs> <clears throat> As Gandhi says, live like you will die tomorrow, which I think Jamie does pretty much every day. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Enjoy your day, people. Live it to the fullest. I'm going to go ride bulls later.
1: Congratulations. You made it through another post show. Thank you for all your support. Now go ride your horse.